Here's a message from today's episode's sponsor. Welcome to the Future of Pharmacy podcast, featuring the innovators transforming medication management. Welcome to the Future of Pharmacy podcast. I'm Ken Perez, Omnicell Vice President of Healthcare Policy and Government Affairs, and I'm your host. Join host Ken Perez, Omnicell Vice President of Healthcare Policy, for conversations with industry innovators, healthcare peers, and internal Omnicell experts sharing practical advice, personal experience, and the best practices for technology-driven medication management in the quest for zero errors. Alan was just sharing about the importance of connecting those disparate systems and getting everything to talk and being interoperable in order for us to really achieve the fully autonomous pharmacy. The Future of Pharmacy podcast presented by OmniCell is for health system pharmacists who are tech curious, looking for ways to improve operations, outcomes, and safety, and ultimately gaining a better understanding of the future of pharmacy. Subscribe to the Future of Pharmacy podcast on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Since 2009, the Pharmacy Podcast has been leading podcast publications as the insider voice of the pharmacy industry. Explore the profession and business of pharmacy through audio. Join us at PharmacyPodcast.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or any of your favorite podcast directories. Christina Madison is known as the public health pharmacist, and she just got honored from the state of Nevada for a fashion magazine that is leveraging the power of women and the women leadership in the state of Nevada. And that is testimony to how pharmacists are doing things that are completely out of the box and are representing our industry and our profession and being a pharmacist to children who are looking at that magazine or people that are going to school and deciding what they want to do. But I'm in the home of also another Christine, uh, Christina um, Fontana, and um, she is another change maker and someone who's really doing things differently than the average uh, pharmacist that thinks that the only thing they're ever going to do is... um, work in a actual pharmacy and i'm sitting in christina's house right now hello everyone we're here with my christmas tree that's still up but we're decorating it with <laughs> with um fourth of july there's <laughs> fourth of july tinsel on it <laughs> i was saying as soon as i walked in and saw that tree i'm like wow another family that has a holiday tree. Yes. Because um, my wife, Nicole, and I decided, uh, let's leave the tree up, which started out as a, I don't want to put it away thing. But then when we started decorating it for the theme, we went from Christmas to a New Year's tree, to a Valentine's Day tree, to a, I think we did a St. Patty's Day tree one time, and then we did an Easter tree. Yeah. I'm just keeping it up all year because I'm lazy. We're like, we're just going to put some different little tinsel on there and spruce it up. <laughs> Literally spruce. <laughs> so in jumping out with this episode, which is about empowerment, inspiration, being yourself and, and trying to accelerate what you and I know is possible today that we didn't know because of our own self-doubts and barriers that we put in front of each other, 
But I started this out talking about that untraditional role of what a pharmacist can do and and then backing in the power of your PharmD into what makes you passionate about what you're doing. So just in case you don't know um, Dr. Fontana, I want you to listen to a little bit of how we got here today and why you are doing what you're doing and how you're able to do this without having to work a full-time traditional pharmacist job. I feel like that's 10 questions in one <laughs> or 10, 10 prompts in one. So yeah, you and I have really come a long way in our friendship and individually in our businesses. And I think one of the things that we wanted to talk about today was really about accelerating the path and seeing that really anything is possible when you step out of this box, like Todd said about thinking that, you know, when you graduate, if you're a pharmacist listening to this episode, you know, you think that, okay, I'm going to go to retail hospital, maybe something, you know, specialty pharmacy or something like that. And now there's so much that's available. And I love working with pharmacists that think outside the box. I'm all about that. If you're a non-traditional pharmacist, I actually want to feature you in my next book, Monetize Your Magic, which is going to be all about really how to monetize your gifts as a pharmacist and even beyond. So I coach a lot of pharmacists on how to scale their profitable businesses. And a lot of them are entrepreneurs who experience these blocks that come up. And I feel like that's really relevant for what we're talking about as we reflect on our own journeys, because there are these different phases. And as I've been doing this for the past 10 years, I realized that there were a lot of things that I could really that I could look back on and see, okay, I could have done this differently. This would have made my path a lot easier. And so I think that would be a great topic to share about today, um, both mindset and practical things that you can do. If you're a pharmacist listening and you have something on your heart that you know is there for you to create, and of course those self-doubts are going to come in, but how do you move past that? to make the impact that you know you can once you get out of your own way. So that's a really big part of how I help pharmacists is through, um, it's even deeper than mindset. It's really transformation work because I work a lot with the subconscious mind, energy, obviously practical strategy too, but really helping you to own your gifts, own your brilliance so that you can scale a profitable business. So another name I'm thinking of, I just saw him two weeks ago um, and it blew me away how he's taken a structured specialty pharmacy workflow for specialty pharmacy operations uh, Jonathan Orgerchak is uh, PharmD is um, working for his himself now it's called STACK S-T-A-C-K it has an acronym and it's um <laughs> It's how to run your specialty pharmacy with all of the ancillary operational, educational, organizational things that you wouldn't think of when you're trying to build a specialty pharmacy that really accelerates it. And he's actually got it accredited, and he and it and it's like a real deal now as a platform. That has nothing to do with being a pharmacist, mm-hmm. but he brought that idea to to market and he vetted it and it's now a business for him and what was holding him back from doing it was doubting himself can i make enough money 
to take care of my wife and my kids and my family. There's nothing wrong with feeling that, that that's responsibility. But I was plagued with that for 10 years of why I didn't launch my business. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about why that, why do I have those barriers? So we learn a lot of that found, foundational programming from what our parents model to us and what society, what we pick up from society. Sometimes it's our own beliefs of the stories we create based upon the experiences that happen in your early childhood or even things that happen as you grow up. Like you might believe if you've had several experiences happen to you, you might believe that you can't trust anybody or you feel like you can't trust yourself. So you're following what everybody else is doing because it's not safe for you to break out of the box. That's just one example. But there are so many ways that we develop the programming that it's these kind of automatic negative thoughts that run. It's just like whenever something comes up, it's like, oh, no, I can't do that. Right. Because of these past experiences of the belief system. It's kind of like a, a computer, right? The computer runs on a certain right. disc or hard drive or program, right? So if it's an automatic thought, then there's going to be a subsequent behavior pattern, something that shows up that's keeping you in that box, the metaphorical box of, oh, it's not safe to step out. And so I see a lot of that with pharmacists too. And, and there's no shame or blame in it. It's just you have to literally get your, your body and your nervous system to be like, all right, I'm going to take this step, even though I'm scared, even though it's uncertain on the other side of what's going to happen. And we kind of talked about that with, you know, with our, like my dad, for example, he lived on the same street. He still lives on the same street from when he was, you know, growing up. And a lot of people are afraid as much as he was very successful. I think there were a lot of ways that he kept himself safe because it wasn't safe for him to go and live somewhere else or to explore or do different things. And I feel like that shows up for a lot of pharmacists. Um, for me, you know, self-doubt was definitely present up until I would say, my business was more of a hobby from 2012 to 2019. And then I finally was like, okay, I'm done. I can't go back to retail pharmacy. I can't stay in retail pharmacy anymore. And I finally just, it, you come to that point where it's, it's this breaking point and you reach such a level of like, for me, I was having panic attacks and it was so much pain there that I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> right. So it's that decision that just kind of like it's an energetic decision that you make that cuts ties with the past and you're like I'm choosing to put everything on the line and I'm sure that you've had that too where there's that choice it's like the road less traveled you can go back to the familiar or you can actively choose and burn the boats and be like I'm, I'm done and ever since that decision that I made back in April of 2019 or what was it, 2018 or 2019, to leave retail pharmacy, I've never gone back. And I just invested in myself. I hired a coach. I hired people who could help me get out of my own way. And that's why I've been able to create the success I have because I was able to lean on support, to hire people who were a couple steps ahead of me. And I think that's a big part of this journey is not being afraid to ask for help or lean on support. So for <laughs> listeners... What would you summarize in a simplistic way? What would you summarize that you do? So I help pharmacist entrepreneurs to release self-sabotage and own your gifts, own your brilliance so that you can scale your profitable business. So a lot of people come to me who, you know, I've helped people create a successful for, um, 
functional medicine businesses, self-love, uh, self-love coach, um, transformation coaches, just literally any, any type of coach you want to be, <laughs> you have gifts, you have life experience, you have, of course, certifications or anything else that you've done to help you, you know, have the knowledge base to serve people. And so what I do is I can look at someone within five minutes and see, okay, these are the blocks that are holding you back. I can hear it. I can feel it. I'm extremely intuitive. So I can kind of dial in right away to what their energy is communicating back to me. And I can say, okay, this is how we shift this. This is what we have to do strategically. This is what I feel would really help you to reach more people, to open up your heart. So many pharmacists, the biggest block I see is overthinking because we automatically were analytical, right? So you go right to your mind, like, well, how do I get more clients, right? Rather than feeling into your heart and knowing um, and communicating your brilliance out into the world, a lot of pharmacists aren't really clear on exactly how they help people. How, what is their zone of genius? How do you help people collapse time? I heard you say before the word accelerate. Mm -hmm. That's what people pay for. They want to pay for things that can accelerate time for them. So something that would take you five years now takes you six months. That's the work that I do with pharmacists because so many of them will stay stuck and just think about strategy, but not look at this deeper inner work of maybe you're holding on to unworthiness patterns or the fear of being seen or perfectionism or people pleasing that costs you money in your business because you're not fully expressing who you are, how you can help this person and being a stand for their transformation. So it's kind of complex, but at the end of the day, it's a very highly curated experience that I can look at someone and say, okay, this is how we're going to accelerate your path. These are the things you need to let go of right now that are draining your energy, that are keeping you small and hidden so that we can really allow you to receive higher levels of wealth, to be more visible. Um, and I think that a lot of pharmacists also have that fear of being seen because it's like, oh, I'm so used to just staying behind the counter and being doing what I'm told. And it's, it's just a totally different way of being. So it's really about that embodiment too. So I also want to say something, being an observer of pharmacists now for almost 20 years, mm -hmm. meticulous, meticulously watching and stalking certain pharmacists to really understand them as people because I wanted to know how do I amplify what they say, what they do through marketing, through podcasts, through video, through creative um, to get more exposure around them because of the underutilization of pharmacists in many facets of our healthcare uh, system and the tradition that that is, we're breaking away from the tradition. You know, we're, we're, there, there's so many things happening in healthcare, but also more specifically pharmacy. So one of the things that I think that a pharmacist, because of the analytics and because of the proof base, mm -hmm. you went through six years, eight years, sometimes 12 years worth of learning to get to a point that you just keep learning through your CE and stuff, but everything's evidence-based, right? Everything's like, I would never say that. I would never make this decision from a clinical perspective unless I had something to stand on that was evidence-based. So it's so funny. It's like a new course called Evidence-Based Me, because it's like you're asking people to trust in themselves mm -hmm. and you have to find a way. I know I did because I wasn't good at trusting myself to have the confidence to do what I'm doing today during, by the way, the same year, 2019 for me was a, mm -hmm. a pivotal year for the, for the publication and for myself. And 
I had to trust the metrics and the data of what I had already done in order to give myself enough confidence to move forward to the next level. But guess what? That next level that you and I know that people are capable of doing, that's based on faith mm-hmm. in yourself. Right. And that's not, that, that's not evidence. based. That's not tangible. And that's where a lot of people get stuck and they, they hover in hesitation because it's not something that you can know for certain that's going to happen. You can't predict that A plus B equals C or that two plus two equals four. You literally need to step into a different level of beingness, a different level of trust that the typical pharmacist is used to data, clinical research, all of that. And it's, that's where people get tripped up. Like you said, it's, it's trust, it's faith. It's expanding past your comfort zone and being like, okay, you know what? I can't see the evidence yet, but I believe in myself so much. And I know that this is on my heart to create that I'm just going to go for it. And that's rare, right? For someone to, someone to say like, I'm just going to trust this. But you have to trust that inner, I always talk about this, like the, your intuition, that gut feeling that's like, I know I'm meant for this. And so if you're feeling that and you're listening to me, I want you to just go for it because that's your desire. That is what's going to be leading you. It's kind of like these little breadcrumbs that are going to be leading you down the path of your highest evolution of creating something like what you've done because you probably followed your gut instinct, right? That's a lot of what we have to do as entrepreneurs. It's not always going to be um, <laughs> that that it's a guarantee or a certain outcome. Do you know what? I don't have the fear anymore like I used to um, where what I want done next because I'm constantly innovating and thinking what's next in the pharmacy publishing network, what's next in, in my world of, of being a amplifier. I don't say it can't be done anymore in my head. I just say, now how am I going to do it? Mm-hmm. Now it's how to do it rather than, and now I'm putting a puzzle together, but I know I have faith now in myself and I have confidence in myself that I'm going to do it. I just don't know sometimes exactly how to the do how, it. Yeah. So I find that when you have a desire, you know, and say you put something out, like I just put out this monetize your magic book and I'm like, I want 40 pharmacist entrepreneurs contributing to this book. Usually when you have a desire and you put it out there, there are different resources. There are different people. Like you called me last week out of the blue. When you put that energy out into the world, like I'm, I'm deciding, like I said before, the energetic decision And I know you pharmacists are like, oh, what do you mean by energy? Literally, you're just deciding like this is how I want it to be. This is what I this is what my desire is. And you'll start to see these people come out of the woodwork or money come through and support you because God wants to support your biggest desires. God, the universe, you know, I respect all people's, you know, spiritual journey, whatever that is for you. But I believe, and I've seen that in myself and in other people, when you put that energy out there, everything else gets filled in. It's almost like a puzzle. Mm -hmm. You know, your desire is, you know, you're starting to piece together all these things and you're not going to know how, but if you let it unfold for you, that's, that's how your business will grow. You're absolutely right. Because now I know that if I want to build my next division, I just have to find the right time, the right people. But it doesn't stop me from doing it. Meaning I'm not waiting to build the mm-hmm. next division. I'm not waiting to build 
our video build out or our public relations division or you know the journal like it, none of that is on hold it's just it's just now it's timing and precision and the people and and that's a good feeling to be on that side of it where i don't have the fear anymore there's no fear in my success pathway now it's just a matter of time well the thing is too what i heard underneath all of that is leaders act yeah so you're not hovering in hesitation waiting for the conditions to be absolutely perfect you just freaking go like you act and that's what i've found you know with me if i have an impulse or like i need to hire that coach i need to do this it's on my heart i trust that instinct and i go for it and even if the evidence isn't there then i know it's going to unfold so it's really so much about trusting your your intuition taking and taking action on it right it's not just like oh i have this great idea well you also need to take action to implement it to put it out there so that someone can say oh look i want to help todd yuri with this project you know yeah please do mm-hmm. call me up whatever that is i don't know what your next project is you have so many <laughs> yes yeah, so tell me and tell our listeners um the cycle that you put your business in because you it seems like you build up to a retreat and then you go into the personalization and the client um, services for the personalization of what you're doing for each of your clients where are you at right now you just got done with I think a, a big elevate conference right yes so I had my elevate retreat in Clearwater which it's always just so incredible the the people that come to the retreat and that I magnetize into those spaces. It's, it's truly a transformative weekend and there's so many breakthroughs. So it's really, um, I keep those spaces really intimate because I want to make an impact on those pharmacists and they shift so quickly. It's amazing. Um, so I have, you know, the retreats and then I also have my Elevate Entrepreneur Academy where it's a six month journey for pharmacists, entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business and, Um, that's a really beautiful community. And then I also have something new. It's a one-on-one offer called magnetic wealth queen, which I'm really excited about. And I just actually got two new clients into that program where I'm taking pharmacists who they want to scale consistently because I found that there are three distinct phases of business growth where phase one is really about, um, releasing a lot of the blocks, um, starting to question where uh, these are not my beliefs, you know, things like that, unlocking your gifts. Phase two is about, um, you know, uh, unlocking and really unveiling a lot of these, um, higher levels of self-trust, And a lot of the things that we just talked about, you come up against your own comfort zone. Okay, am I going to choose to go back to the old or am I going to choose to go up into this higher level? And then phase three is about embodiment. So really walking your talk, coming from certainty, coming from power. And so this magnetic wealth queen is about really becoming the queen of your business and leading from pleasure and desire. Like I was just talking about rather than rigid structure and like, Oh, I should be doing X, Y, and Z. That's a lot of, you know, how we were conditioned as pharmacists. So it's really about shifting out of that old identity and, and anchoring into and embodying this new confident, um, unstoppable queen that is going to translate into results consistently in your business to help you serve your clients, um, you know, with integrity and love. So I have a lot of, you know, different things going on similar to you, new projects all the time. 
Um, I'm really excited about this new book, and um, I think that that's going to be a really, really impactful for the pharmacy community. I know that there are a couple other, like Kimber, I was just in her book, Kimber Booth, um, you know, a lot of, uh, a couple other pharmacists have done books like this where they've kind of compiled a bunch of you know, pharmacist stories. And I think that this is going to be really powerful to help pharmacists see, like, of course, there's functional medicine, pharmacogenomics, but there's even expanding even more um, into non-traditional roles. Like I said, you know, if you want to be a self-love coach, a life coach, whatever that might be, holistic oncology coach, whatever that is to know that it's possible. So I'm excited for that. So Dr. Kimber Booth, um, I got to participate in her RX Influencer book as well. What a special um, collection of so many pharmacy leaders that are in their industry. And I was honored to be one of the few non-pharmacists in that book. That, that's just an honorary, I call myself an honorary pod D. Um, somebody needs to make a pod D degree out there. <laughs> we'll make it right now. I'll, I'll, I'll print out a, a little degree for you. <laughs> So um, in our world, you know, it's it's just the continue, it's the continued public relation, advocacy, amplification of what pharmacists are doing in their space, and it's it's the it's the next stage once they come through your course to actually launch themselves, go out there and and beat up that business model and put it through action and put it through your clients and adjust it and tweak it and make it better and keep pushing and keep um, rinse and repeat almost the of the cycle that you put your um, clients in. But the network that you're building is very special because some of these people are building friendships with each other and then that is like a, it's almost like a fringe benefit of your of your program. Absolutely. Yeah, I love to create spaces for people to develop those friendships. Like when people when you know this last group of the people at the Elevate retreat, they said like I just walked I I came onto the plane to Clearwater, you know, here by myself and I left with 13 new friends, you know, so, you know, lifelong friends, there are so many things that come out of, you know, and they're all pharmacists, so they can collaborate with each other. They're, you know, accountability partners, they're connecting with each other. So there is so much value from those experiences. Absolutely. And to know that you're not alone, you know, I, everybody has fear, everybody has blocks and it's, it's constantly, you know, work, even for me at every next level that I go into, in my business, different things come up, old patterns come up. And so it's what I teach pharmacists is to have the tools and to know how to bounce back quickly so that you're not spiraling out, you know, wasting time and not getting back on track to be able to, you know, go and bring those desires to fruition, to get more clients, to serve the world, to bring your light to the world. That's honestly the crux of what I, why I do what I do, because I know that pharmacists are so gifted. And so it's bringing that out into the world and having them then go be the change agent for their community, for their clients, for their people. Yeah, it's, um, I always say that domino effect of what happens when you're helping to dislodge something in someone's progression and you do and that accelerates them and then they turn around and they help hundreds hundreds of patients or people in their community like that's that brings me joy just to think about that that impact and that ripple effect of what we can do if we get out of like you say get out of your head you mm -hmm. know 
Yeah. And you have a huge influence. You know, I want to really acknowledge you that, geez, like there's probably not one person in pharmacy who doesn't know your name or anybody on, you know, in any of the big pharmacy organizations. You've helped so many people, me included. So I, I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. I'd like to do more collaborative work with you and your network because... I think that there's education that we're going to be pulling through in the future. We have a new platform coming out that will be all continuing education driven through a um, app called Convey MD. So if you're you look in the show notes, it'll be down there. But it's Convey C O N V E Y M E D dot I O. I don't even know what IO stands for, but there's a new domain out there called .io. <laughs> I think it's for the techie people. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what that means either. <laughs> if anyone can, I know that someone can Google it and tell me what .io is, but I think, once again, it's reserved for like things that are technologically implanted, per se, into something else. So, But regardless, the, a great group, of, um, great group of, of people in Memphis that I met up with, and... Um, uh, they're just, uh, they're dynamic in the way that they think about audio for physicians. And we're going to take the same platform and we're going to turn it into a, a pharmacist learning system and it's going to be all mobile. Wow. There's nothing you can't do, Todd Yuri. <laughs> well, and don't be surprised when I come back to you to try to uh, build some CE into some inspirational mindness because we know that that's going to expand with the with the surge in holistic pharmacy. That it, I want to give a shout out to Marina Bozkov, uh, Doctor Bozkov. She's uh, she's just doing some crazy things in holistic pharmacy, medicine, and, and what she believes in and what she's uh, researching and what she's bringing to the table. It brings in medical cannabis. It brings in psychedelics. It brings in hypnotism. It brings in, you know, a whole other side of medicine that we've seen technology try to break away from nature in some ways, or we've seen science try to kind of, you know, well, we need to do this through a a pill or, and it's not always that way. It's a, it's a mixing of science and nature in allowing, in my opinion, a pharmacist to, to deal it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. So Marina and I go way back. We actually went to the same school. I don't know if you knew that no. St. John's university. Yeah. So she, I've mentored her for a while and she's just phenomenal. Just such a sweet soul. Um, she just had her second baby. So if Marina, if you're listening to this, congratulations, <laughs> but I talk to her all the time. Um, yeah, just phenomenal human being, um, you know, really a champion for holistic care. And I know her and um, I think Jenna and Lauren are partnering together. Yes. So I actually did a podcast with Marina recently. So awesome. see how this world goes round. If yeah. you are in the pharmacy market and pharmacy industry and you don't know us, get to know us because we we have a love for you. We really do. I have a love for pharmacists. I think you're the most interesting people in healthcare, and it's just the, the way that your mind is. And I think the same way Christine uh, thinks. And um, get out of your way. Get out of your head. You know, stop. Um, into your heart. Get into your heart. That's right. But if you're listening and you want to uh, reach out to Christina Fontana, um, how do they best reach you? What's the easiest way? Yeah, let's connect on Instagram at the pharmacist coach. That is me. 
I'd love at, to connect. <laughs> at the pharmacist. At coach. the pharmacist coach. Yep. At the pharmacist coach. The link will be in our show notes. And we thank you so much for having us in your gorgeous home here um, uh, in uh, Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania. See you later, everybody. Bye.